This is the Iowa State Athletics SciCast. The SciCast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Visit any Van Wall location today to test drive the full lineup of John Deere compact utility tractors, which have the power and versatility to conquer anything this season. Hi everybody, I'm John Walters. In today's SciCast, Eric Haft and I dive into this week's Big 12 opener at Baylor. Should be a highly entertaining game and competitive. The Bears come in at 3-0, Iowa State is 2-1 after that 52-point win over Louisiana Monroe. We hope you'll enjoy this visit with Eric Haft. Really good matchup this week, Eric. I think two teams that uh, do a lot of things in similar fashion and do them well. Um, and two teams that I think are thinking upper division finishes in the, the Big 12 or even having sights set on getting to Dallas for, for that championship game. So really good test for Iowa State in week one. Very, very big game. And I thought going into the season, this is going to be one of these kind of landmark games that they're going to have to play. It's your first conference game. You're playing against a team that has similar aspirations, a team that has been on an upward trend, uh, certainly they, from uh, two years ago where they won one game. Uh, last year, you know, got to a bowl. And now this year, with a lot of guys back, especially the quarterback, uh, really thinking you know big things are could be in store for them. They've been impressive against you know mediocre competition at best, I would say, but they have been impressive. And I think that's the thing for Iowa State coming in. Uh, you got to have that mindset. You want to stay ahead of the chains. We, you know, it, it's just like running your offense. If you're if you're third and nine a lot, you're not going to have a lot of success. And if you start zero and one, then you're battling uphill. Now, it, it's not a season-ending thing if Iowa State loses the game, but a win really puts you in great stead. You've got a road win, uh, and I think another little uh, chunk of something to add to your confidence level going forward because you know it's not going to get any easier. You're starting that gauntlet right now, uh, and this would be a great place to get off to a great start. Over the next nine games, we're going to see so many good quarterbacks in the Big 12. Certainly nice to have one of them on the Iowa State roster as well. <laughs> More than one, maybe. Uh, but, but Charlie Brewer definitely falls into that category. He's a good player. He's terrific. You know, and I think if you look at what has been Iowa State's Achilles heel uh, so far this season, if there is one, uh, is Iowa State's inability to get off the field on third down, especially against mobile quarterbacks. And, and even against Nate Stanley, who's not known as an, uh, a real mobile quarterback, he hurt Iowa State with his legs too. And I think that's going to be one of the determining factors because Brewer, a 71% passing uh, completion percentage, which is terrific, but it's his ability with the legs that really scare you. They extend those plays and make the right decision on third down in particular. So uh, Iowa State's going to have to do a, a really good job, the best job they've done against the biggest challenge they've had stopping that running uh, a quarterback with great running ability and a great receiver to go with him and Denzel Mims really athletic multiple receivers that are really good but you're right Mims is the is the one I mean he's got size 6'3 uh, long arms uh, can really go up and get the football and playing with a real purpose I, I would say maybe a couple of years ago great talent uh, but perhaps a bit of an underachiever. And right now, I think he's realizing that talent. He knows that, hey, this is his time, and he is playing with great passion. And when you have that kind of talent and you're playing with passion, it's a matchup nightmare. Saw the defense really give the shot in the arm to this football team that it needed last week with those two stops to start the game. But they just they keep doing good things. I mean, you, you have to be so impressed with what Sean Haycock continues to do with this group. It's a terrific group. There's no getting around it, you know, and I think the thing uh, that, you know, we got to see on offense, we saw some kids come in uh, and play, Real Mitchell, Jirel Brock, you know, Brees Hall, 
and it's so exciting. You know, but we've been seeing that on the defensive side for a long time. I mean, last year it was Anthony Johnson as a true freshman, uh, who, by the way, is playing terrific football right now. Uh, you know, and Speedy, uh, Daytron out at the other corner, a lot of young guys. But the depth of Iowa State's defense, I think, is one of the things that's going to be big because it's going to be a really hot day, uh, to be sure, in, in the mid-90s, and I'm sure fairly humid. <laughs> Uh, but the depth Iowa State has developed, these young guys uh, come in and play and, and play without really missing a beat. And I think that's, that's going to be big it, you know, right now for a game that's going to be this hot, but especially going forward down the stretch of a long football season. It's, it's a marathon, and it's great to have a bunch of guys who can step in and play if there's an injury or somebody's not really uh, didn't have their A game that day. There are a lot of guys that can step in and play. We've seen really good play from, and once again, some true freshmen on that side of the football too, especially, you know, DJ Miller is one guy, Kamani King. Those guys are, are guys I think are going to be real fan favorites and just a, a, a real sign of how well this team is recruited to give you that quality depth that you're going to need. And you really need it up front. I mean, if it's 95 degrees, your, your defensive linemen are working hard every play. There's, you just can't play those guys 70, 80 snaps. So that's an area where Iowa State might have a little bit of an advantage. They're, they're really good on that defensive line, and it's not just the ones, it's the twos as well. You know, I'm sure Baylor players are going to be a little more accustomed, given the August here in Iowa was you know, very cool. So they haven't really had a ton of hot days. Baylor's going to be used to it. But I love the depth of Iowa State's defensive line. And I think it's really going to be important because you're going to have to use a bunch of guys. And I think one of the biggest matches that favors Iowa State in this game is Iowa State's defensive front against Baylor's offensive line. So, But if your defensive line wears down, you lose that advantage. But by having the depth, I think you can maintain that advantage throughout the game. And uh, I look for uh, Iowa State to, to do a really good job defensively, especially against the run. And you're going to see those linebackers making a ton, ton of plays tomorrow. Today's sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are proud to support Iowa's farmers in the field and Iowa State Athletics on the field. Brock throws a very accurate football. Um, we've seen that for two years now. You can watch it in practice. You can see it. He just makes so many throws with confidence. But... A lot of it to me seems to be that he's seeing things and he's recognizing things. And when he's standing up there in those four or five seconds before that ball snapped, he has a good feel for what's going to work and what's not. You know, when you talk to Coach Campbell, one of the things he's, when you're talking about an opponent, he says, man, they got a quarterback, he's a senior, and he really knows what, uh, what he's doing and he understands exactly what the coaches want in just about every situation. You know, and I think with Brock, uh, I think that's the biggest step for him from year one to year two. I mean, I think he sees things earlier. He sees things. He sees things pre-snap that gives him a, a huge leg up on making the right decision. And, and he, he's playing great football. And he's only going to get better. But his accuracy is one of the things. You, you don't have the kinds of plays yards after catch. If a receiver has to reach back, maybe he'll make the catch. Maybe it's a ten-yard play. Hey, that's okay. That's good. But he catches it in stride, and it's 25 yards, or take it all the way to the house. I mean, that's the difference, you know, that an accurate quarterback can make. And Brock is is really as accurate right now throwing the football. I haven't seen anybody in college football really more accurate than he is right now. You look at Baylor defensively, and it's now that same exact look we see from Iowa State that 3-3-5. Good defensive front, outstanding Mike linebacker and Clay Johnston, and a really hard safety in Miller. 
Uh, a lot of similarities as far as the strength up the middle to Iowa State's defense. No question about it. You know, and they've got some experience at a lot of places on the, on the defensive side of the football. Uh, but at the same time, the, the speed, I think, that with which they play, the secondary has a ton of speed. Uh, I don't know that they're uh, – I like uh, – as far as being sound, I think I, I like Iowa State's secondary better, you know. But it's certainly, I don't think Iowa State can match the speed that Baylor has back there. But it, Iowa State's receivers are playing so well right now and getting themselves into great position. Of course, and Brock's making the right throws. It's going to be hard, even with their speed, to make the plays they have to make to keep Iowa State from having a, a really great day throwing the football. Is there a better story on Iowa State's football team right now than Colin Olson? I mean, a guy that was playing defense two years ago and now is just really doing some tremendous things to give Matt Campbell a lot of flexibility and choices. Yeah, God was playing defensive line, you know, what, 18 months ago. Yeah. And now, you know, a two-year starter in the offensive line. And, hey, well, by the way, hey, we need you to move from guard to center in the middle of the year uh, and really going off without a hitch. And I think that's – it is a great story. There are so many wonderful stories on this football team, but I agree with you, John, and not just because he's from Ankeny. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it is a great story, and he's done a great job. And you know, that's the other thing, too, you talk about building depth. You know, and, and to me, one of the great things about this season so far is I think everything's still on the table for this football team. And I think one of the reasons is the offensive line is showing tremendous improvement, uh, really taking steps forward. And you lose a, a, an outstanding player in Colin Newell, and then Trevor Downing comes in. So some of that depth starting to show up on the offensive line now. Uh, and that's huge. But the position flexibility of a lot of these guys is, is really big. And, and they're playing well. And they'll be challenged tomorrow by, by – a real physical front, and we'll see how well they hold up, but I feel really good about it. 2.30 kick in Waco, and that means our broadcast on the Cyclone Radio Network will begin at 12.30. We hope you can join us. Today's SciCast was brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Stop by one of their locations and learn why Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are Iowa's clear first choice. Thanks for listening. <laughs>